Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Therapy sucks. Or so you thought. I know it can be a little bit awkward having to make the appointment, having to go visit someone, sit down, take time out of your day. And as busy as we all are, I can understand. It seems like impossible to do so. Fortunately for us at The Coffee Breakup, we're sponsored by BetterHelp. And with BetterHelp, you literally have access to a therapist at your fingertips. Coolest thing about them, literally, you sign up, create a profile, they'll match you with a therapist that's pretty much going to be with exactly what you're looking for. So how important is it with mental health? I mean, we got stressed throughout the day, whether it's work, life, your partner, whatever it may be. BetterHelp, you're able to have access to have to actually talk to someone about your problems that can really guide you in the right direction. I don't know about you, that's pretty important if you want to actually have like a normal life or anything, just saying. Coolest thing about us, you know, it is 10% off for all of the Coffee Breakup listeners for your first month. So sign up now at betterhelp.com slash the coffee breakup. Again, that's 10% off for your first entire month. Literally no excuse. Check out for your mental health today. Later. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Coffee Breaker Podcast with the with one and only Alpha oh, King. King. Yeah, how are you doing, sir? Baby. Hey, man. Happy to happy to be back, man. It's like coming back home. We're all uh, in Miami. <laughs> We're just down the street from each other, you know? Sounds <laughs> good, brother. We're glad to have you back, man. No, a lot yeah. sooner than... Then we're, we thought we would have you back on, but uh, we're not complaining for sure. Glad to have you on. Thank you, brother. Thank you. What's brother. been What's been What's been going on? I guess after the last time we spoke a few months ago, you had back You had back gone back to Germany to your family, or what do you? Yeah, yeah, to? yeah. Went back Went back to Germany. Now I'm back here in the United States. Back here, in my pretty much uh, for a few weeks, and then uh, yeah, that's it, man. You know, it's a. Uh, we got some interesting things going on now, huh? Since we last uh, talked, yeah, it's like a new the, world. There, literally, yeah, yeah. There's so much, so much going on. Um, almost overwhelming, especially with the holidays. Kind of crazy, like with a, with our economy, the housing market. You have uh, what's going on in Israel, and uh, like there's just so much. You know, it could be overwhelming for for some people. So, um. I guess it's glad to have you back on and kind of we can maybe talk about certain topics if you have something in mind that you wanted to share with us or, you know, I want to. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's interesting. You lived in Germany before, right, Marvin? Yeah, of course. I grew up there. I grew up there. I moved there when I, I moved here went to the States when I was uh, 16. So moved to 16. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so, you know, it's interesting when you mention Israel, because uh, here in the United States, there's not really a big Middle Eastern community, you know, like. Yeah. Compared to Germany, right? Compared, of course, to, of course. Compared to Europe. So I feel like their their perception of what's happened in Israel is not the same as j just like on average, like the average 
person on the street, like the way they look at Israel and the way the average person in the United States might look at Israel, it's not necessarily the same just because of the demographics. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So how is it over there? Like, what's the climate like over over in Germany? Yeah, I mean, Olaf Scholz, the the chancellor of Germany, he went. He went to uh, Israel. Okay. And as soon as he came back, he was like, we're going to do mass deportations of the illegal migrants in our country. And now when you see what happened in like the Netherlands, uh, Kurt I saw Will- Kurt Ireland. Will- yeah, man. The- no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I just I just think that like in the United States, like like there's people who hate, you know, clearly they hate Jewish people. So they'll, they'll say, well, it's the Jewish people who promoted the migrants in Europe or the attacks happen. Well. That's because the Jewish people found a way to get the migrants there to promote them hurting the Europeans. But the reality is, is that I live in Germany, bro. I, I, I'm, you know, I barely see any Jewish people in Germany. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I barely, really, I barely see Jewish people in Germany. There's not really that many Jewish people in Europe. I mean, you know, after the World War, I mean, a lot of them left. You know, but there's a big Middle Eastern community. Hmm. And that is for sure, yeah. You know, and there's a lot of hostility. I think it's a lot of a culture, you know, clash, clashes, you know, here in the United States, it, it, you, you don't have that big of a Middle Eastern. Here you yeah. have African-Americans and Hispanics, Hispanics being the largest, right? Sure, 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 sure. You just don't have, in, 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 in Germany, I, I rarely will see a Hispanic person or an African person. It's just, I just, not that often. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's exotic when you see someone yeah. like you, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 so sure. what's out there then? What's out there? What's in Germany then? What do you see out there? Like what's I mean, like the I mean you either see Germans or you might see like a Middle Eastern guy like me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, do you, you have a you have a lot of Turkish people there and and um people from from Iran and I mean all over, you know, like I remember when I was there, like people in my class, a lot of people there were like Turk most of them were Turkish. A lot of Turkish people, and uh, yeah, Hispanics. I don't think I met. I may have met one Hispanic when I was living in Germany. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if so, they were probably like Mexican or something. What? You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Who's from, let's say, I don't know, Puerto Rico or whatever, would want would move to to Germany? It's just a very specific place to move to when you live talking about, you know. Uh, from this region in South America, you know, I mean, you two would be, you two would be popular, man. Two guys, first of all, just like you guys look, don't look like you know you're from there, and I know Marvin, you're mixed, you know what I mean. But I'm yeah, saying, like, you two just have a you no name. for sure, yeah, yeah you know? would definitely stand out, you know. And then and then also you live in Miami, I mean that's just like bro, like you're American, you live in Miami, and you got that ethnic mix that's unique. I mean in Germany it just sticks out like you know it just sticks out. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, Mark, maybe we gotta go uh, international, head over to Germany and do yeah. a couple of uh, episodes, right? We'll visit uh, Nima in fucking Germany. Yeah, <laughs> man. maybe we'll do it. We'll we do definitely it. should. I would love uh, for you guys to visit me, man. We watch some soccer. I'll take you to soccer game, man. For sure, for sure. So, how long are you in town for? I'm here for a few weeks, man. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm here for a few weeks. Uh, maybe you know, around New Year's, probably, possibly. I would say about. And is, is your family in the states as well, or are they back in Germany? A lot of them are in Germany, but uh, like your daughter and your wife is what I mean. My daughter and my wife are here. And my daughter, okay, yeah, let me make sure. My wife's upstairs. Yeah, I mean, but okay, yeah, yeah, but 
She, you know, but uh, yeah, watching her German soap operas and stuff like that. <laughs> Man, so uh, so I know you originally when 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 I think you had brought up, you texted us, and you were like, well, not originally, but like the other day, you were talking, you wanted to talk about the whole Matt Reif thing and and kind of his shit's been kind of going viral this week. And Chris and I talked about it a little bit. Like uh, he was very popular over the pandemic and his crowd work, and kind of he blew up on on TikTok and social media. And I guess he just had his first um, Netflix special and, and that opening joke that uh, where people say oh, domestic violence and people took took it uh, the wrong way, uh, perhaps, or they just didn't like the joke. Uh, I know you had some thoughts about that. Uh, I, I personally don't think he, he he's a comedian, you know, he, you, you'll say inappropriate stuff and it's a joke. I don't, I didn't think it was funny, but I also don't think that he deserves the backlash. I just didn't think it was funny. You, you just didn't think it was, you thought it was corny. Yeah, like, I, like it's just like a funny joke to make. Like, it's just like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's just redundant. Like, the joke, like, oh, you know, fuck, I've, if you do what, you, what a man's supposed to do, and he doesn't have to fucking knock you out. Like, you know, it's been said a thousand times. Uh, so I didn't really think anything of it. But I also don't think, like, he needs to be canceled or whatever, which is kind of, we've talked about it, like, with this, the world that we live in. People want to just come after you for the slightest thing. And, and, and it, up until very recently, it was kind of like an unwritten rule for comedians to be immune to that. You know, they could say what they want because they're comedians. You know, they're supposed to make people laugh. They have dark humor and you can say some fucked up stuff. And people are like, oh, shit, it's <laughs> fucked up. But it's still funny. Like, you know, but you know, it's, it's, it's humor. You know, you might say, well, it's pretty dark. But at, least, at the end of the day, it's a joke. It's not serious. So now people can't even say jokes anymore because people just take it the wrong way or they're like, you know, call you all kinds of names. So what do you think about that? What do you think about the direction that, that this is heading or where we are right now at this point anyways? Well, I don't think he's going to necessarily get canceled though. Do you? I, think- I don't think so. I think it's going to blow over. Like I think, oh, Chris, what do you think? Well, like, you guys think that it's probably trying to like some theories behind, uh, maybe he's trying to hide something or they're just using him for attention. To hide something else or something? I don't know. You, you got something on your mind, man. What, what What's bothering you? Let's, let's, scratch, let's, let's scratch that itch, bro. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. No, nah, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say subpar comedian Matt Reif is now getting canceled or tried to be, right? It's a great example of the importance of self-awareness. Uh, Matt's good looking. For a lesbian. Uh, and that's the only reason he got so far and so successful uh, in his craft. I feel like a lot of women nowadays like men that look and act uh, like women. So Matt flourished. But in this Netflix, uh, you know, it seems like, uh, I don't know, you know, he did a distasteful joke towards women. And... Um, that's like the only group of people that find his comedy bearable. So now he's, he's, they're trying to cancel him. Uh, and his, you know, chiseled feminine features, uh, can't save him. That's actually Alpha King rule number 725. Uh, Alpha King rule number 725. Practice self-awareness. I like that. I, I mean, like that one. Now that he say the picture that I just pulled up, I mean he does look. Can you show us? 
I don't know how I would show it to you guys. Should I just flip the camera? Let me see. Well, can I show something? You should be in... able to. I don't know right here. Can I? Share. There should be a share button on the bottom. Share uh... your screen. Oh, okay. Let me see. It? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if I can pull that up. There we go. <laughs> okay. Now I got the picture. Uh, share. The suspense is killing me, dude. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, let me see. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't let me. Oh, here, no. <laughs> oh, you, I'd rather you keep this all in. <laughs> uh, can you guys see it? No. No? <laughs> <See> you. <laughs> Dude, your face, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not working. I'll just, show, I'll just, flip, I'll just flip the camera. Fuck that. <laughs> you guys ready? Okay. Uh, this guy. <laughs> Dude, he kind of looks like a lesbian right there. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> That's a wild picture, dude. Oh, I don't shit. know. Oh, man. So he looks, he, he looks kind of, uh, yeah, like a lesbian a little bit. Yeah, no, um, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, he was kind of hyped up a little bit with his um, good-looking uh, features as a lesbian. Um, but yeah, no, with the, with the whole Netflix special, I, I don't know. I just thought, I don't think he's really going to get canceled. I honestly think that this is going to blow over because he's a comedian. I feel like if anyone else, like if Donald Trump were to go out and say something like that, it would be headlines. Everyone would be talking about it. Every uh, Instagram would repost. TikTok would be all over the place. But because it's him and he's a comedian, sure he'll get some backlash. Um, but I don't know if he's gonna get canceled. I think. No, I don't think so. I think it'll blow over. People forget, and then he'll end up at a different special, or he'll do another gig, and and that's it, dude. Um, I don't know. I think I think comedians should have free free range on on what they could say and what they cannot say. You know, I don't know. Or you think is there a line, Nemo? You think there's a line where like, hey, even comedians can't shouldn't cross that, or if you like, it's all up for grabs. I mean, I feel like the LGBTQ community has an immense amount of support, 
Uh, and I commend them for how far they've come. Uh, now you have this new uh, trans comedian who mm. actually just surpassed 100 million tickets uh, this year. Uh, right, I think his name is Matt Reif. <laughs> right, who are you talking about? Right, or something like that. And it's, you know, it's half man, half lesbian uh, with feminine body movements and subpar jokes. Uh, but it has an immense amount of support, and that's led to his uh, recent success. Uh, you know, that's actually Alpha King rule number 721. Uh, you don't need a dick to be successful in today's society. So uh, don't ever count anyone out. That's well said because, I mean, well this guy, said. yeah, because this guy has really came from nothing like within three years two years he fucking like this but then he did say that he was like fucking posting content for what years he's like for non-stop years and years and years was grinding and then until kind of uh until it clicked so at this point i guess he's as big as uh as he'll get nima i feel like you know something is he you really think he's a transgender it's hard man i mean it, it, i mean it, you know it If the if the you know if the if the foot fits in the shoe, bro, like, right, like, I mean, you tell. I mean, look at him. Like, is it? A, it's a stretch, bro. It's not a stretch to imagine. You know, to imagine. Yeah, he does look a little, a little fruity, for sure. That was the first time I even heard of him, uh, Nima. It- Uh, I heard of him from a guy actually in Miami, and uh, he's like, you got to look at this dude, Matt Reif. But, you know, Matt Reif really panders to women, you know, and I feel like TikTok promoted him uh, because when a, there was a group of creators that got banned, including me. Oh, uh, that's right. You know what I mean? Like Andrew Tate got banned. And then I feel like they silenced, blocked all those creators. And then what they did is they brought in... Matt Reif, you know, they did their defense and then offense, they bring in Matt Reif and they blow oh. up. Yeah, bro. They, they gave him like 10 billion views or something. You know what I'm so saying? You, like, you think this was done like strategically? It's what to like kind of take the eyes off of you guys to like get the attention off of you guys and what you guys were saying to then shift that to that? Yeah. I mean, they, they hated the popularity of what, you know, even, you know, even, and I lost my account, you know, so I'm just saying like they, they hate the popularity that we had for masculine comedy. So, They basically now are trying to indoctrinate and make men be forced to like this, you know, training male comedy. And I just don't think a lot of men do. And, and, and a lot of men don't. And that's the truth. A lot of men don't. You know, so, and, and you could tell because once he made a joke against women, everyone got so many people got upset. And that just goes to show you that he was, in fact, yes, he, the real story there to me is that he was, in fact, pandering to women. And, you know, that that's again, they they want men to act like women and to look like women. It's some dark, it's dark. It's pretty dark, man. When you think about it, other than Theo, other than Theo Vaughn, there's not really a comedian on TikTok that gets away with it. You know, other than Andrew Scholes, Theo Vaughn are like the only ones that get away with it. So what is, what is masculine comedy? Is, is that's what you're talking about? Like Andrew Schultz and, and, uh, Vyotan, like those are like masculine. Isn't it just comedy comedy? Like it should, yeah. shouldn't surpass. Or I mean, I know Chris, you're a little bit more into comedy. I know you've gone to like stand up. No, I mean, like that, like, no? yeah, but like Rogan would say some shit. There was another guy, um, some blonde fat gay guy. What's his name? Let me look him up. 
gay comedian. Let me see what's his name. Look, I can't find him now. He's, he's like, gay yeah, and fat. He's yeah. He's let me look him up. Blonde, gay, fat comedian. Bill Burr. <laughs> no, I can't. Man, I can't find him right now. Dude, no, but there's like some comedians that they they really like. Not want to say they risk at all, but I just feel like they're able to get away with certain things, or maybe they're just they'll probably cater more towards things that they can get away with. I think the problem that you know you're bringing up is that Matt Rife, he was there trying to win them, trying to like get that like oh women power, tranny power, LGBTQ power, and it's like oh now that you're saying something that's bringing women down, it's like oh. You see, like, obviously, that's what you were here for. Like, you're not meant for these type of jokes. Unless he's probably trying to test the waters to continue doing so. But also, like, he, he, he was, he's working his strengths. Like, he know, I'm sure his team told him, no, you do very well with women. He, on his, like, when he was doing those shows and the crowd work, he was flirting with women. He was, he's charismatic. They see that, obviously, the audience is mostly women. You go to his shows. You would see videos and they're just fucking 90% women, you know? And so they were probably telling him, do work with what you got. And I mean, at the end of the day, it kind of makes sense, dude. Like, if fucking women love your shit, you got to fucking cater to women. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate him for that. Soft shit. It's the soft shit that he was peddling. Right, Nima? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know what it is? I, I, yeah, I think it's the, I think you're both right. You know, it's, 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 the idea that he, how come Chris, you know, Chris can't see a comedian that's that a lot of men like, like what's one, what's one comedian that you say 90% of the audience are women. Well, what's a comedian who has 90% men that's popular. That's equally popular. It doesn't exist. Right. You would think in a, in a big population that you would also, if, if you have one, you would have another, but you don't. I th- and I think that's that's because of indoctrination. I think that's because they're controlling. I think that's because it's intentional. The guys that were able, like I guarantee you, my my engagement per view is generally as strong as Matt Rife. And I think, and I think that, and I can show it. But he has, but I get my account completely banned, and he's getting fucking eight billion views. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the, what's 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 the difference? I got like seventy million views on TikTok. And that's with all the bannings. In reality, it's more. But, you know, uh, and, and then and then he he has like six billion. You know, Andrew Tate had like like 15 billion or something and they deleted all of it. You know, so so it just goes to show you they can erase. They can erase it, bro. They can erase the, the, the comedy that maybe men want to see. And then they can promote the comedy that women want to see. Now, if you told me, Marvin, on TikTok, you do have comedians that are popular with 90% men. And then you have a comedian that's popular with 90% women. Then I say, okay, that's a legitimate free speech. Like that platform's free. Now I'm not saying like a bunch of hate speech, like you find on, on Twitter either. Like I, I'm not saying like purposely hateful stuff, but I'm no. just saying, yeah, you know, but I'm just saying within reason, like you've seen my, you've seen the stuff I've said, man. It's not, it, it doesn't deserve to get banned, bro. Even now I'm dealing with, even now I'm a shadow ban on, on, on Instagram, you know, for hate speech. So, you know, it is what it is, man. My comedy there's video. There's an agenda, I, I think so. I mean, if, if what I think is, I don't know if it's, 
Yeah, I guess you you would have to call it that because obviously there's people in power that that own or control these these websites, whether that is Instagram or whether that is TikTok, and they follow a certain set of guidelines and certain set of rules and regulations. That at the end of the day, there it's their prerogative. It's their company. They can follow those things. But there are certain people at a dis- disadvantage. Maybe people like you who voice their opinions about certain topics that other people don't want them talking about. Sure, of course. And so obviously you kind of um, take the bullet for that, you know, which in, in your case is, has been the, you know, your shadow banning and fucking losing accounts, all kinds of shit, you know. So it, you just, it, it's, you just got to fucking figure out how to get around those, 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 their, their rules essentially. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like, you know, I think like within reason, you know what I mean? Like I I get it, man. Like there's content that like I find on Twitter that I'm just like, why are they promote? Like, like there's one account I see, he puts Adolf, you know, videos of Adolf giving a speech. I'm like, okay. Like, like why, bro? Like why? Like why? why, why, Like, and he keeps saying nasty things, you know, bigot, full of bigotry and hate. Yeah. like just ban like that I think I think that I think does have it's almost like you're inciting violence towards a group without saying it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're, you're promoting a certain set of you know, a certain agenda, you know, that is hateful yeah. towards other people. Yeah, like if you're if you're making videos about, you know, you know, people at the border that are hunting down, you know, illegal Mexicans and you're really you're you're low key saying it at the Mexicans at the people from Latin America. And it's in the very vile, hateful way, by the way. It's not like a documentary on 60 Minutes. Like, it's like it's within a clear agenda. Yeah. You know and like, it, that's almost like you're, like, inciting violence. So I feel like, I feel like people that are inciting violence, like real hate, yeah. But, like, I think what has occurred is on both sides. Like, some people will be like, oh, well, that's a joke. Don't ban me because of that. But then on the flip side, there are people who work at these apps who are using that and just doing it for anything. So both sides, I think, are actually guilty, man. You know, I, I think both sides have abused their power or both sides mm-hmm. try to abuse their power. And that's just human nature, man. Unfortunately. You don't think there's something like pulling strings, like trying to force certain agendas or trying to force certain things to a. Uh... For for us, like, because imagine, I mean, they say that attention is is now the most valuable currency, right? So if, yeah. if you can now try to get someone's attention and redirect it to something else, I mean, there's got to be something that's making this happen. Because, dude, there's like, I enjoy the type of comedy that you know sometimes it's a little bit abrasive. You know that it, it's comedians that are testing the limits, but they're always willing to like kind of like cater to men as well. Yeah, if that's what's being silenced, I mean, we even look at how in Hollywood, like, they're just kind of pushing a huge agenda also on, like, women power and unity. I think one of the latest Marvel movies, like, completely tanked because it was, like, what, with Brie Larson? Uh, Like, it's things like that. It's, like, yeah, like, I'm for it, dude. I'm all for it. But stop, like, ramming it down my throat. It's, like, you want, you're forcing me to see something that you want me to see. But I'm thinking, like, who are these people? And what's the point? You know? I I mean... Yeah, you know, another thing too, bro, is like, you know, I feel like there are a lot of guys who are not far right or far left. And like, there's just guys that are married, you know, and they're, they have a wife. They don't cheat on their wife. They don't disrespect their wife. The wife can talk. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like the wife's permitted to leave the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Like where the husband actually gives a fuck if his, if his wife is happy, you know, you know, so, <laughs> like, he might ask her occasionally for her opinion on where they're going to dinner. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. You know, it's not like, it's not like, a, like you're a sip. If you ask your wife, Hey baby, do you want to eat Italian or Chinese? You know, well, I'm a simp because I asked my wife, because I don't want to make my wife suffer. (laughs) (laughs) That's the dark morbidity of this dorky red pill space, man. It's like, fucking like, as if like, how dare your wife be happy? You know? (laughs) We can't have that. Like you want her to suffer. She, bitch, you have to suffer. You know, like, because I'm a man. You have to suffer, bitch. Be quiet. I guess it's dark, bro. It's dark, you know, like there's some darkness on that side too. But I think there's a shortage of men who are just straight. They believe in God and they, they want to see their wife happy, you know, and, 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 and they got friends that are Arabs, Jews, blacks, whites, Mexicans, Chinese. They're not racist. They're not bigot. They're just pretty fucking normal people, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think that, I think that that's the majority and I feel like we're being drowned out by like these tiny groups of people who are just fanatically. Yeah. That's how yeah. I feel. Like. Yeah. I feel like sometimes the smallest groups have the loudest voices and we've talked about I, it and they, they take up all the oxygen. And I think most people are pretty fucking normal people, decent people. Yeah. Uh, but that, that doesn't get news clicks. That doesn't make the news. That doesn't get a lot of head wave. And so we see all these super stimulating and and stories and we're like this is how people think and truth of the matter is your average person does not think that way we've talked about this before uh, but it's yeah like it's it's a certain set of agendas that people or narrative that people want to promote and it's on both sides of, it's, it's from the left from the right i mean they all have their own kind of agendas so you just kind of have to like stick to your gut and and sometimes it could be fucking overwhelming dude you fucking so much media out there you no matter where you go, there's stuff. It, it, it could be fucking too much sometimes, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, it'd be probably, you know, it seems like it's pretty, like, crazy now to be dating women, you know, compared to, like, not that it was, not that it's not wasn't crazy before, but, like, now with OnlyFans <laughs> and stuff, right? Like, it's just not the, it's, it's like, I don't know, man. It just seems like now it's so much more. How, how, I, I'm not a bachelor. I mean, you two are both in relationships, right? Yeah, I'm not a bachelor either. <laughs> and I'm, I'm kind of yeah. glad that I'm not. I'm kind of glad that I'm not. Not with like it, what you see online and how women are treating men now, and it's like disgusting, dude. Like, oh. I don't know. I think we just kind of crossed a, a really bad path, and and like for example, just like I was thinking about it today. I'm like, think about it. Years ago, if, if a, a woman's nude leaked, it was like a big deal. Oh my god, it's like embarrassing. That girl's a fucking slut. Every she's like, oh my god, I can't believe everyone saw my tits. But now, dude, you can buy it for five ninety nine online. Yeah. In fact, you can find it on Reddit for free, and it's like it's more acceptable now. Where more women are doing it, but I don't know. Maybe because I'm older now. Maybe because you know, like, like I, I think about my girl, or maybe the day I have children. Nima, I mean, you have you have a daughter now. Just think of like, like you've you've talked about your development and how you've changed, also your mindset and how you've like grown as as a man as well because of your daughter. So I'm just kind of looking at these women now that are doing that for, and I'm like, you're literally selling. Like you would have never been able to do this in any generation, like in any era to sell your shit like this online, unless you were a porn star or an adult mm-hmm. film star, like you were known for that. 
But now any realtor, any realtor with some tits has an OnlyFans, right? Yeah, that's some crazy, man. It's crazy. So it's kind of scary crazy. now. Yeah. It's gross. It's crazy when you think about it, bro. It's crazy. Like, I think we're all lucky that we're in relationships, right? And it's like, we're not dealing with that, man. I guess it's another market now, man. It's like another, it's like another, uh, you know, it's another universe now. Careful with the phone, Emo. You move it, it fucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better? Better yeah, now? just hold it. Yeah, yeah. When you move it, it fucks up the sound. Sorry, brother. No, you good, you good, you good. Good. Um, so you were saying? No, I just feel like now it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. You know, now being, you know, I've been, I haven't been a single man in years. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't even, I was in my 30s. You know, yeah, I know. So, I, I, uh, yeah, and, and and I'm sure like maybe living us living in Miami probably fucking makes it all worse. But and I, I think what is to blame is social media. Like women have this fucking insane mentality that that they have these crazy expectations and they just don't make sense and just simply unrealistic. And it's like. They have, yeah, like they have, they might have like fucking three kids with two different guys, but they want to be with a guy that makes fucking $300,000 a year. And it's like, what planet do you live on where you feel like this is going to be something that you can realistically find? Like, you know, like, and I'm not saying you have to fucking settle for anybody, but be realistic, dude. And so I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm not just trying to bash on women because there's also some fucked up guys. I think dating in general has come, has become like such a fucking mess. So I'm I'm sure we're all glad that we don't have to deal with that, but some women yeah. are just fucking out of control, and it's it's frustrating because I see stuff on TikTok and it's like, you know, obviously we're in this space, so we were subjected to it. The algorithm kind of hits us more than maybe other people, but sometimes I see stuff and I'm like, I can't even listen to this nonsense, and I just kind of keep swiping just because I'm just so burned out by hearing all these fucking crazy bitches having these insane set of standards. My man needs to make this, and he needs to do this, and he needs to do that, and it's like, yo, what the fuck? You know, like, please, you know, and so it's funny because I was watching this video on TikTok and um, it was it was an old video, black and gray. And it was like this interviewer asking people uh, like the OG uh, street interview style, if you if you may. And they, they were on the street, it was black and gray. And, and they would ask a woman like, oh, like, what, you know, what would you want an ideal man? And and their, their, their beliefs and their their set of like values were so much different like oh i just wanted to be hard working i wanted to be a good father uh they were asking you know the, the men they were asking the woman like oh like do you listen to your man is he the head of the household and they're like of course he is and this and this you know and it's just like it looks like it was taken on a different planet because you would ask women these things now today literally today tonight in miami and you would be shocked by what you would hear you know, and so this is why there's so many issues, you know, so many failed relationships because people just go into relationships with the wrong mentality. Like that my me mindset, or what does a man have to do to me? He what instead of what can I prov- what can I bring? How can I make somebody else's life better instead of oh, they have to make my life better? No, like people need to be more compassionate. Chris, we talk to Heasty about it all the time, you know, like don't go into relationships expecting things. Go into relationships wanting to give. And if you find somebody who has the same mentality, where well, you guys are in a beautiful position to to water each other. And that's really what it's all about. And I think a lot of people don't they have lost their their mind, you know? That's just me. 
I mean, I think social media glorified a lot of things for no reason. I think uh, we had a podcast a little while ago when um, we talked about, for example, have you guys seen Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire? First, first one that came out. Nima, have you seen it? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, there was a scene that right after when he gets bit by the spider, like he looked, he looked pretty muscular. Like you see him before and after from that in, that in that movie, and you're like, damn, dude, like he looks like he's in shape. Like the spider gave him these powers, you know. And then now you look at that physique and you're like, average loser. You know what I mean? Yeah. And back then, as a little kid, I'm like, he's so strong. But then, like now we talk about, for example, like if you were to watch the Olympia, right? Like think of uh, C Bump, Chris Bumstead. He's got so much fame. So much attention, and I think I think he's also helping the sport of bodybuilding to get more attention as well. Um, I mean, think about like they they they're massive. These guys are massive, and that's like that he's classic physique. He's not even in the open that he's gigantic, but he's still classic physique, a huge guy. And it's just it's just crazy, like the volume that they just continue getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So that's now the new standard. So obviously now you look at Spider-Man again. You look at Tobey Maguire with the shirt off where you think he looked ripped and you're like, look at this fucking scrawny loser. Here, you know? Yeah, I see yeah, what I, I just think it's, sure. it's social media has just over-glorified. I just don't understand where these women, either they're all fighting for the same men, right? Yeah. Because it has to be. Like these men have to have all this time in their hands to be able to to give lifestyles to all these women to to think that that's what they – deserve and or that's the only thing that's out there because i mean if you look at the majority i mean not everyone is there making that kind of money like that. i mean nima maybe your circle is a little bit more affluent than ours but mm-hmm. for the majority i don't know yeah i mean yeah that's a good point man you know women men what they want uh yeah man i dated a model once uh big tits slim waist fat ass uh a good woman and uh, she earned more money than me. And I let her pay for everything. Uh, I live in her penthouse apartment in New York. And one day, we were in the elevator. And I asked her, uh, you know, to suck me off. And she said, no. I said, well, if you don't suck me off, I'm going to freak out. And then she told me that if I don't relax... We won't go to my favorite steakhouse uh, later that night. And that was the night that I realized she controlled me in the relationship. So I waited a few years and I waited for her to pay off my college debt. Then I left the bitch. (laughs) And that's actually Alpha King rule number 719. Men don't pay the tab. Because we're controlled by the pussy. We control the pussy because we pay the tax. I wish I could have said that in front of you guys, to be honest, man. You know what I mean? It would have been yeah, you, you, you always have something. I wish I could say that in front of you guys. I miss Too this. bad. See, I, that's why I wanted to meet, bro. That's why I wanted to meet. I wanted to do it in person. I, I saw it coming. I saw it coming. That was... Yeah. Probably one of your best ones. <laughs> Thanks, man. That, that's that's a that's a. I, I've I've said that I've said that one before, but I just feel like that one is like one that I just like. I want to get that one across, bro. Like that one is like, I, like you know, it's like it's like you know, it's like a it's like a magic trick that just didn't get out yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. That was a good one. Well, def- that will definitely be a clip. <laughs> Alpha King rules. Alpha King rules. 
Um, yeah, man. I mean, ultimately, I guess we, we are very fortunate enough to be with with great women. Chris, you know, you have Christina right there next to you somewhere. I got my girl in the back there. You got your woman upstairs. So, you know, we, we're very fortunate enough to, to be with great women. But a lot of guys, they just probably feel lost, man. Because if I would fucking dating, if I would be out there dating these women, oh, I would give up too. And I'd be like, yo, fuck. Either I'm going to be a fucking piece of shit because these women fucking really don't deserve a good guy. Or, you know, like... I, I can't be dating anybody because I'm, I'm I'm not on that level, you know? So it sucks. I mean, what, what Chris was saying earlier, it's like the top percent of, of men have access to all these women. The majority of men apparently have access to no woman because they're not really desirable, you know? So, so I guess the only solution is to become more desirable by becoming, I guess, more successful. Because apparently I mean, that's the only thing that fucking gets these people's attention. Marvin, put it like this, bro. But like this, if both of you, like you guys are in your 20s now, right? No, 30s. 30s? Okay. Yeah. We're 30. We're right, 30. 31. Okay. Well, okay. We'll check this out. If at 40, when I, you know, let's say hypothetically we're in the street, I see you guys. All right. And when I see you at 40 in 10 years from now, and you take your shirt off at a swimming pool or even better uh, at like a beach you guys look good. No homo. Because if you look good, other women are going to see you too. And I'm sure by then you're going to be more successful and you're physically fit. Then when other women, it's sort of dark, but when women flirt with you in front of your wife, that's an aphrodisiac, I think, for your wife. So like, for example, when my wife sees a younger woman, maybe make a pass on me, a hit on me, I noticed that my wife is more attracted to me, you know, like she, it's like, it's like validation. Like, whoa, whoa. Like she might be oh, angry I, at me about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But then she sees a girl that's like 22 years old and, you know, somewhere in like an elevator say, Oh, have a good evening or something. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. As fuck. you know what I mean? And then my wife, and then my wife will be like, Oh, what did you mean? You too. When she said, have a good evening, you know? And it, go, it fucks with her head. But I, even with my, even me as a married man, one of the best things you could do is not only be successful, but be physically fit when you take your shirt off. Because that way, when your wife looks at you and other women look at you, you're, it's, it's, you're still turning her on. Well, it'd be, like, you, you, you'd be desirable. They see you're desirable. And oh. it's like, oh, shit. Like, people want him. Yeah, man. He's still yeah, got you know? it. He's still yeah, got yeah, it. yeah. Still got it. Yeah, don't lose it. Like, look, I'm 43. You know, like I'm, I'm fucking 43 years old, man. Like, you know, like if I can go in, and take care of myself at a gym or walk 10,000, 15,000 steps or avoid eating a bunch of Doritos and Snicker bars, you guys can do it too. You know what I'm saying? And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't even got it. You know, the standard is so low at this point with dad bods. You don't even have to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, bro. Yeah. Keep a flat stomach. Flat stomach, have you know, work out, have a little bit, be a little bit lean, muscular, and that's it, dude. Really, that's it, bro. Like, just be toned. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're just toned in ten years, you're way ahead of most guys. I would say with a flat stomach. Yeah. At forty, you're doing good. 
That's true. Yeah. Marvin, it's kind of what we've been saying. Like, you know, we're always like, oh, you know, older men and all these things, and then we're money. Is like in another ten years, we're gonna be those men we've been talking shit about the, every single podcast. We just have to have a lot more money. <laughs> we just, I guess, we have to have a lot more money. Nima, I want to yeah. ask you. I want to ask you. Um, <laughs> if you either had um, a young boy, let's say you wanted to have another child, right? Because you know we talk a lot about women and kind of all these things, but what about men? How would what would you tell a young man or like coach a young man? And say say your son, someone really close to you in today's kind of world um what to look out for and kind of especially i guess in dating because here we're talking about like oh you know what like what should we do like to your point you know trish the next 10 years be successful just be fit but in overall based on like the whole dating climate like what would you say to a young man right now how to survive through this dating environment Okay. You no, know, that's a that's a really good question because 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 since I have a daughter, uh, I don't I don't think about that as much as I should. Uh, and I know a lot of guys would ask me something like that or want to know something like that, you know. But since I have a daughter, I guess I put so much emphasis on on my relationship with my daughter, a man's relationship with his daughter. I I I keep obsessing over, you know, like what's going to happen when my daughter becomes older or these guys going to try to abuse her, take advantage of her. Exactly. You know, is, is a guy going to call my daughter a bitch? You know, like I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm so deep in that rabbit hole, you know, but I do want to have another kid. God, God willing, you know, it's in the hands of God, you know, I'm, yeah, I, you know, not now, but you know, I'm like maybe six months a year. My wife got pregnant. I'd welcome it. Right now, my daughter's one. I want to really focus on that, build my parenting skills. But I, I would love that. Yeah, I would love to have. I, yeah, definitely. I think it's important to have kids. Yeah, no, because because think about it. Because think about it's it. Important. You have, have you have like one way that you like want to raise your daughter, and like let's say that you 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 did. Let's say you had a son first, right? You never had a daughter. Mm-hmm. You didn't really have those like oh, let me think about how she's going to be protected and what to look out for from men, or maybe how you used to be, right? If you had a son, yeah. you probably wouldn't have had those thoughts. Just like you said, you're down this rabbit hole. So then if you say now that you have a daughter, if you were to then have a son or maybe if you were to coach a, a guy now, what are those values that you would say or what are those things that then you would kind of like be like, hey, look out for this while also doing this? Because now that you have a daughter, you have a little bit more, I guess, empathy for the women. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think some of the I think some of the things I would say to my son would be don't chase women. Let that, you know, the right one will come at the right moment. Just don't, don't, in my experience, do what you want to do. And along that journey, you're going to meet a woman who's right for you, but don't go out of your way and don't lie and be someone you're not. Yeah. Like you can lie and act like you're someone you're not. And then you get that girl. You're really excited that you lied and you acted like someone you weren't. Like I remember once when I was younger, I lied to myself first that I'm this artsy fashion photographer guy that would want to go live in Barcelona when I was working in New York nightclubs. And I wanted to get fashion models. And I winded up getting a fashion model to fall in love with me and I fell in love with her and we were together. But then about a year later, she's like, well, you changed on me. She said, I changed. And, it, and, and now I can think about this 15 years ago. 
And, and I can look back on it and be like, it's not that I changed. It's that I was lying to her and myself on who I was. I don't give a shit about fashion photography. I did that because I wanted to get a fashion model when I was 28 years old in New York City nightclubs. I wanted to walk around New York with a fashion model that was signed to an agency in New York and Paris and Tokyo and London and Vogue magazine. That to me was the, the currency I wanted because the guys I liked had stuff like that. And that was something money can't buy. And that opens up a lot of doors in New York nightlife. So for me, that was the, that was what I wanted. And I didn't have much money working in New York nightclubs you don't make that much money compared to guys making, you know, millions, billions in New York and in New York's expensive. But that being said, don't lie to get a girl in the beginning and pretend to be someone you're not because you, it may work and you get the girl you want. But then a year later, how long can you pretend to be someone you're not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And after you fuck her for three months, all pussy gets old anyway. You got to be creative and you got, you got, you got to keep pushing to get that pussy to be, you know, worthwhile. You know, I mean, any man after you fuck the same woman for three months, bro, I mean, I'm objectively speaking, it's not the same as right when you get her, you know? So (laughs) is it even worth it? Is it even worth it? My daddy taught me that. My dad taught me that. My dad taught me that. And, and, And the older I get, the more I see it's true, you know? And, and, uh, now that being said, you know, Think about it like this. Be yourself. Because then when you lose your excitement, you know, you can still be yourself. Just be yourself from the beginning. I knew a Dominican kid in New York. Jose. Jose Pozo. That's his real name. And he worked in nightclubs. (laughs) All right? And Jose used to, me and him would briefly work together. We'd bring out models to the nightclubs. Jose would tell him, he's like, Nima, I take the girls to Whole Foods on Bowery, on Bowery and Houston. In, in lower Manhattan. And I'm like, why do you take her there, man? Why don't you just get her fucking number, text her. We're going to take her to catch Cipriani for dinner or something. Then we're going to go to One Oak. This is like years ago. These are the popular places years ago, right? So then like, I'm like, all right, well, why don't you just do that? That's why you're struggling to bring the models out. He's like, man, I want to meet a girl. I tell her to come to Whole Foods because I like to eat healthy. And I want a woman that wants to eat healthy. So if she doesn't like it, it's a repellent. It's a repellent. So he did what he wanted to do, what was important to him. Because that was his way of finding a woman who would like him with the real shared interests that he had. I never forgot what Jose taught me. And I thought it was, he was okay with losing women, permitted he was himself. And he liked to check them early to see so yeah, it's so important. You don't want to chase, you know, the the woman, you know, do or and this goes both vice versa. But it's so important. It's, I think a lot of guys kind of forget about that. That they see a hot chick and like, damn, I want to fucking, I want her to want me. I want her to like me. But you got to do what makes you happy, and then and that will attract people who enjoy the same things as you do. And then you can build off of that, you know, of sharing the same things that you both enjoy, rather than trying to pretend that like that you're somebody that you're not. And at the end of the day, like you were saying, after a couple of months, whatever, that's just going to get real tired real soon, you know? And so, yeah, that is important. I think that's a good, good yeah. core core value when installed into, in, in any child, you know, for sure. So then I have a, I have a follow-up then. Um, yeah. 
because we had talked to Marvin. Remember when we had Wes on? We were talking about the list of first date ideas. Yeah. Remember? Oh, I see what you're saying. Remember? Yeah. And um, yeah. we were kind of talking about like, oh, well, should the first date be somewhere where you want to really impress a girl? Or should it be like Jose Pozo, who wanted to get right to the core of it early on? Obviously, mm. the list of first date ideas, like, I mean, I'm looking at them right now. There was a Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, like, that kind of seems like a yo. Like, maybe, I guess. Um, but I'm sure that there's certain areas where instead of you trying to, oh, like, impress the girl by taking them somewhere where you're not really used to going, it's outside of, like, what you're willing to pay. You can't continue that lifestyle. So after the like after that date, or can you even afford to take that girl there again? Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. like, why not find things that make sense for you? That way, instead of you changing or going above and beyond for someone that you don't even know if they're even worth it, if they even deserve a second date with you, you know, like mm-hmm. value to yourself. So then I'm thinking like to your boy, he invites him to Whole Foods because that's what he likes. And if it works out, then maybe, you know, you're legit. Let's do something. I'll be honest with you. I don't even go to no no dorky place like Applebee or TJ Fridays, bro. (laughs) I don't even know anyone that goes to Red Lobster. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. I don't know. I I used to play some dorky places, but like I'd rather take a girl to like Pura Vida, you know, or Whole Foods, or like Carrot Express, you know, like Carrot Express. Okay. You know, eat some good food, bro. Like you know, go get an acai bowl and apple a day. (laughs) You know, you know what I mean? Like, what I look like, bro? What's next, bro? You know? So, 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 no, what are you going to do? Take a girl to Denny's? I hop with some dorky shit, bro. (laughs) So, we're in the 1980s, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yo. So, so it seems like you're talking to more of like um smaller, more craft local spots, right? Yeah. You know that they're healthy because it's what you like. So when yeah. we also said this because on the list it also said Starbucks, and Marvin's like Starbucks, no way, but maybe like wow. a local craft coffee. Yeah, all right. <laughs> now I would never. Nah, Starbucks is corny, bro. Starbucks is basically like a pastry shop for adults, bro. It's so much sugar, chemicals, top. Wow, and yeah, I would never, I, I don't even, I, I, even like, bro, like even like the simple things like the oat milk have maybe sugar in it or some sort of chemical in it. I, I stay away from Starbucks, man. You know, you get older, you appreciate your health a little bit more. You know what I'm saying, brother? Like, I take care of your health now. You're 30. Take care of your health now. Avoid that, that those nasty, filthy places as much as you can, man. You want to do it every once in a while as a cheat meal. Once a year, go to Red Lobster. Fine. You know, fuck it. But I'm just saying, like, in general, man, avoid those places, bro. You know? I mean, really, I feel like we're in the 1980s, bro. Like, we're going to go to Red Lobster, Applebee's, and then go rent a movie on Blockbuster Video. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what the fuck is this shit, bro? You know, then in the morning, we're going to wake up playing Nintendo 64. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man. You know, go to Carrot Express, bro. Go to Apple a day. Go to Pura Vida. Go to Whole Foods, you know? Get some good Whole Foods, man. Put in your body, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you're not gonna go to Whole Foods on a first date, dude. You know, fine. Then, then take it to some like Japanese spot, get some sashimi or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so, I don't so, know, bro. I don't. Applebee's. What the fuck is Applebee's? Nah, bro? I think that's. Have you ever been? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been to an Applebee's? I worked been, at 
I worked at Applebee's as a teenager, man. You know, really? in the fucking 90s. In the 90s, bro. I worked 2023, man. You know what I mean? And I love their apple pie with ice cream. I'm not an idiot. Of course I love it. But I mean, it feels good. Fucking a prostitute raw feels good. Doesn't mean it's good for me. <laughs> no, but really, you know, that's what makes us different than animals, bro. Like, you know, we got, we're intelligent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> animals Christian, eat at Applebee's. Christian, you crack me up, man. He's fucking, bro. Shit, man. Dude, so uh, wait, so you've never been you've never been to a Red Lobster? No, I like Red Lobster. Like once a year, fuck man. If I, I don't mind going to Red Lobster, but I'm just at TGI Fridays on Tuesdays. Hey guys, they're gonna have some drink specials at TGI Fridays. I mean, what the fuck? Yo, fuck there's one on South Beach. There's one on South Beach. Don't act like you haven't been to that one. I <laughs> oh, I can see it from here. Don't act like you have. <laughs> don't act like you've never been there. Oh, bro, that processed food junk, bro. Don't eat that stuff, man. Now I'm talking to you like you're my son, right? Now, you want to see how I'm going to talk? Don't eat that garbage. There you go. You and Marvin just got a glimpse of what I would say. I like don't it. Go- I like it. We got, don't a little go tra- to- we got a trailer. We got a trailer. Yeah. You literally just got what I would say, you know, if you were my younger brothers or my son. Don't eat at those places. That's re- that's where I- my heart is for you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate. That. I wouldn't. Don't. You don't have to worry about me going to uh, Red Lobster anytime soon. <laughs> I don't know about Chris. Chris I, don't, I, don't know. I, I thought. I thought the next time Nemo would uh, would be here when we do an in person podcast, well, I thought we could take him there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's other oh, things us. on this list. Yo, there's hey Olive Garden. You prefer there? Olive Garden. <laughs> I haven't had Olive Garden in ages. <laughs> Bro, I wouldn't even find anything I'd want to eat in that fucking... Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, the fucking veggies are probably contaminated. Like, what the fuck could you even eat there? You know, the garbage. Uh, you you could probably have a nice little Caesar salad there. Ah, uh, what? Iceberg lettuce, bro? Yeah. You know, like cheapest iceberg lettuce with fucking pesticides probably all <laughs> Fuck, bro. That's like... Like, fucking... I, I get paranoid of carcinogens, cancers, bro. Fuck that shit, bro. I don't want to eat none of that shit. I'm not saying I don't, but I'm just saying try to avoid that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you eat out, it's it's hard to to avoid, you know. I mean, all that like that's the risk you take when you eat out, you know. Obviously, some places are going to be better than others, but if you're that, you know, uh, specific uh, with your food, a lot of times, you know, the only thing you can do is eat it at home. No, I mean, I, there there what are places think? that. No, there are places that have a lot of organic stuff. And, I think and, we, uh, bro, you broke up a little bit. Here? You hear Nima, me? Can you, uh, can you hear us? Yeah, yeah. Froze. I can hear you guys. I can hear him perfect and I can see him. Nah, man, there, there's on, plenty, you know, in, in Amsterdam. Uh, you fro. I think it was Marvin. Wait, hold on, pause. I think Marvin was the one that was having some issues. Because I can hear you perfectly fine. I'm looking at the menu here in Olive Garden to see what has the most amount of calories. All right, look, check me out. Check me out. Okay. Wait, hold on, Marvin. Hey, give me one second. Let me see if I can. If I can share the screen. I want to share my screen with you. Uh, share screen. Um. Oh no, I gotta open my system preferences and do shit. Oh, maybe I can. Maybe I can. Open this. Uh, 
There we go. Oh, not going to be able to. Never mind, guys. I got to do a bunch of shit. But there is. Can you see me? Yeah. There is something on the menu here. It's called the chicken tortellini Alfredo. Asiago cheese-filled tortellini baked in Alfredo with a blend of Italian cheeses and toasted breadcrumbs topped with sliced grilled chicken. Nima, you're telling me your mouth isn't watering right now? <laughs> Check me out. Check me out. Check me out. Um, only $21.49 with a whopping 1,980 calories. That's crazy as fuck. Man. I don't know, man. I went. I gotta give you an. I give you an idea, bro. Like I did go to a. I like Cuban food. Uh, I went to a Cuban restaurant. That's one thing about being in Miami. I love. Uh, I don't really have Cuban restaurants where I live in Germany. So I went to a Cuban spot. I got a sandwich. I just didn't get the bread. I got the meat. I got the cheese. I guess they put some veggies in there. I just didn't get the bread, man, because I got. I think I. I was getting too much gluten. So like today, I went to Apple a day. I got gluten-free chicken pizza at Apple a day. And I think that they source pretty good products there. They have some organic stuff there. And uh, yeah, man, that was it, man. Other than that, I had an acai bowl, you know, like overall, man, I, I just try to avoid that junk stuff, man, you know, and, and I think it's worth it, man. I think it's worth it to pay a little bit extra uh to 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 avoid to that eat stuff. Better. Or eat at home yeah or eat at home or spend yeah. more money on groceries instead of spending more money eating out i think that there's big w's there have you, you been know? feeling better you've noticed a difference well gluten yeah because you know what i got a stool test i got i took stool, i took two stool tests and one stool oh, test, shit. I, I, have, I don't know if you two have ever done that i highly no. recommend it. Oh, how does it work oh bro it's it's a it's 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 really helpful, man. Basically, there's one way you can do it where you go somewhere, you meet a doctor that specializes, like uh, either a gastrointestinal doctor. I went to a doctor who does integrative medicine, like functional medicine, and basically he gave me a kit. I take it home. You take it home, and you get like a a, a kit. You basically go to the bathroom. You put a sample in it. You put it. You seal it up. It goes in a container. And then, and then you, sh- you, you ship it out. It's, it is sort. It, it is disgusting. It is disgusting. You got, you All right. Over. You said it. You said it. No, but hold up. But hold up. But hold up. Hold up. So then after, uh, when your results come, you get a better idea of your intestinal health, your gut health, uh, because there's a lot going on in your stool. The same way there's a lot going on in your urine, your blood, or if you're getting a scan. Uh, so for example, uh, I got that done and the report came back that I, I, I guess I was having too much gluten. Now I think that might've been from the bread I was eating, the beers I was drinking. So I quit the beers, but in Germany, beer is so hard for me because the beer is so delicious. Even the alcohol free, I don't drink alcohol, but alcohol free beer is so delicious. I love it in Germany. It's just, it is a delicacy to me. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm like, all right, I'll limit that to like once or twice a month. Uh, but I, since I've been avoiding beer, uh, bread, that's not gluten. I, uh, that doesn't have gluten. I've noticed that I feel better. Yeah, I definitely feel better and, and it works. So I would recommend you getting a stool test, man. Cause you get a, you get a good indication of maybe what foods are working good with your gut microbiome. Yeah. Um, dude, I mean, it's definitely interesting. I, funny enough, because there's a similar way of kind of testing 
what your body is capable of digesting. What is your body really good with dealing with? Chris, you did it at the beginning of the year when you did the the carnivore diet, where um, you essentially el- eliminate all processed food from your diet, and then after a few weeks, Chris, you know, you, you start feeling amazing. And then what you can do is slowly introduce. It's like almost like a process of elimination. Slowly introduce certain groups of food, and you wait a few days, you wait a week, and you see how your body reacts. So let's say if you have a clean system and you're only eating raw foods uh, and high protein, no processed foods, no gluten, no soy, no dairy, none of that stuff, and then you little by little introduce certain groups of food, and if you still feel fine, if you still feel good, your stomach is not upset, then you know that that's something that you can probably tolerate. But let's say if you haven't had gluten in 10 days and you feel great, and then you introduce it again, and you have to go to the bathroom. You're bloated. You're, you know, your stomach is upset. You know when someone's fucking, when something is messing up your stomach, and that way you kind of can identify what your body can tolerate and what it can't. You know, and so I, I would guess say that's like both. a free way of doing it. No, Marvin. You know what? If you can do both, oh, I mean, of course, if you if you, yeah, if you can, it sounds probably like it's a that the stool test is probably not cheap, huh? Probably uh, something that. Well, the stool test I did. Uh, plus the count, yeah. I mean, it no, nah, but I, you could do it like under a thousand, under 800. Uh, but it depends where you go. But yeah. I did another one with an Austrian company, I live in Germany, and um, you basically get an app. And it's, it's my, it's a, it, it goes to, I think, University of Vienna. Uh, the they have a medical laboratory where they 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 look at it and then they update you with the analysis and the results on that. That's pretty cool. Now, now that was only like 200 euros, which is like $215. Yeah. And they have programs like that here in the United States might not be the same company, but it's the same basic idea. So that's one thing, by the way, just, so just, you know, another thing I do is today, for example, I went and got a blood test for about 40 biomarkers. I'm on a regimen now where every, every quarter I like to go get about 40 biomarkers tested of my blood with a company called my life force. And that gives me a great indication of how my body's doing. I have a health coach I can talk to on email or text throughout the week uh, to help optimize myself at midlife. And also there's a doctor that'll look at my lab results and give me, you know, hey, this is how you're doing with X, Y, and Z. Then, for example, on Monday, uh, I'm going to Boca Raton to do something uh, with Prenova. Prenova has a full body head to toe scan with artificial intelligence. Uh, that's about $2,500. I take my wife, my daughter, my wife and my mom. I got about two, $300 discount on each of us because it was three of us, but it's great. If you guys have, you know, an opportunity to do it, you know, I would recommend like that. If there's an investment you're looking at doing yeah. $2,500, that's an investment that is the best investment you could probably make right now because there's a technology where you go in about 45 minutes to an hour, head to toe. Uh, they look at about 500 illnesses and cancers. So think about it like just proactive care. Think about it like dental cleaning. Think about it like you got a car, you're getting your engine checked. You know, because a lot of these illnesses, if you get, if you catch it early, your survival rate is significantly higher. Yeah, of course, you, of course. You know, I think, and I think we've talked about some stuff like this before. But now I'm not saying go do Prenova. There's no radiation. There's no contrast. It's an MRI scan with AI. I'm not saying go do that every fucking day. But, you know, if you could do that once every five years, you know, once every three years, 
or once every two years or once every year, depending on your budget, it's way better than not doing it at all. And that's a pretty big thing. That's a, that's a pretty important thing to know what's going on inside your body. And then they'll show you what's going on inside of your body. Yeah. That's nuts. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of the stuff, bro. We've talked, I mean, if you have the resources, if you have money, you know, you can afford to get the best doctors, get the best, get the best treatment, get the best pre preventative care and really know how your body works. Really, the, the unfortunate truth is for so many people, they can't afford that, you know, unfortunately, but, but if you can, I, I think it's an investment in, in your, into yourself, which is what you were saying. It, it like checks your body live. If it has all those things, or can it also check if you have like maybe like traits or maybe something that may cause one of those illnesses? I think it looks, I think the MRI with artificial intelligence looks what's going on in your body at that moment. That's gotcha. what I think. But that's a good, I, I don't know, but I think yeah. that's, what it, yeah, I think I could ask, does it find stuff that could cause, but I think it might just look at your body at that precise moment. Like 10,000 like 10, images are it's like it literally head to toe. Like, yeah. you, like, like you're going inside an MRI. You watch Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Like they got like a Netflix you can watch. You relax. But, sure. you know, but I think the cost for these things are going to go down exponentially. Yeah, of course, down the line. Yeah. yeah so in like five years, this might cost like 500 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's, like there's competitors. Prenova is one company. There's another company called Ezra that does. You're going to start seeing more and more competitors people more and more companies like this offer this service Love there's it, another yeah. way and there's another way you could do it which is grail which is a liquid biopsy which tests about 50 cancers and that's just a blood test and that's about a thousand so you know depending on your budget man even though, again bro like if I, if I if i if i were both of you you know like like literally like maybe go on one less vacation in the year or two years or three years or five years and save it to go do something like this because mm-hmm. it saved your life. Um, to go away. You don't have, there was a guy, I saw a commercial, an ad or something on Prenova's thing where there was like, it was a guy that like, he literally cleans streets. And he's like, yeah, I went and got tested and I'll go again in like five years. Hey. But think about it. Think how much, he's not probably not making that much money, right? But he made it a priority. Yeah. Pre-nouveau scan. Boca Raton. Yep. Huh? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, full body scan. You're doing it? You've done it? You want to do it? That's what Nima's telling us right now. Oh, dude, my girl. I just said it out loud, and she's like, oh, my God, I really want to do it. The thing that scans your whole body. (laughs) Yeah. Don't know Monday, man. It's scary because, you know what? It's like, yo, man, like, you know. May have seen something like that now. Like, what are you going to do if they tell you you got something, right? It's scary. It's fucking scary. I mean, it's not like, but if you can get over that. Yeah, but you got to okay. know, you know, one way, one, one way or another, you're going to find out anyways. <laughs> Facts, man. Facts. Um, Nima, we have to come to an end because Chris yeah, and man, I, we got to do a few things that we got to handle. But I really appreciate you jumping on, obviously, uh, virtual, you know. We um, appreciate you having uh, having the time to come on and, and talk. It's always a pleasure. For sure, you have to let us know how that goes, man. The full body. That sounds very interesting. And obviously, if if, if I had the resources, I would fucking jump on that right now. But down the line, for sure, it's something to to invest because we are to, we say we talk about it all the time. And you have only, you only have your body, you only have your health. That's the most important thing. 
anything, everything else is, is, is extra, you know? And so you really have to treat your body uh, in, a, in a positive manner. I mean, at least, for, get the, at least get the annual physicals. Yeah. You know? Physical, I did that. I do, of course. Yeah. I do my physicals, yeah. blood work, and all that stuff. I'm on top yeah. of that. For sure. Good, good. good job, man. Yeah. Ne- next, next year, next year, what I'm, what I'm planning on doing, I think I told Marvin, every odd month of next year, so, so January, March, May, whatever, um, I'm gonna do like a different diet. I'm gonna start. I always start January with the animal-based diet. Well, I did it this year. I'm gonna do it next year. But I kind of want to see how my body responds to certain diets. Obviously, it's best if you wait. Like you, you should do it for like three to seven months, three, three, six, seven months to really start feeling it. But I'm kind of curious, like, because I felt amazing. Marvin was, Marvin was, um, he had mentioned a little bit earlier how I did the animal, animal based diet in the beginning of the year. And it really transformed my way of thinking of nutrition and how much it impacts your body. Right. And, and they really got me into like this rabbit hole of like learning about my health. So everything that you're talking about, it's like, I, yeah, like that's, we're on the same wavelength. It's um, but I want to see like what what like what else could happen. So I'm thinking of doing like the animal based diet. I have a paleo, also. I got um keto. I want to do keto as well. Mediterranean, uh, flexitarian. So it's gonna be mostly vegetarian, throwing fish and eggs here and there, and then vegan. Have you ever done vegan, Neil? Yeah, I have, man. I I didn't I didn't I don't think it's the right one for me, man. But no. I, I don't know. I think I think I think try it out. See what see what's you, everybody's different, you know. Yeah. Maybe I turn into like this vegan uh, raw fruit vegan. All I eat is like raw yeah. fruits and vegetables and shit. <laughs> and you're gonna deteriorate. Would you guys still hey, be man, my friend? Man, man. Yeah. Hey, but a, but a great medicine you guys do already is exercise. Keep that. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Movement of is medicine. Movement is medicine. Nima, yeah. it's been a pleasure. Thank you, brother. Enjoy Thanks, and uh, hope, enjoy evening with your family and, and stay Thanks, safe, brother. man. We'll, we'll stay in touch. Stay in touch, guys. Thank you very stay much. Man. Peace out. All right, All right peace, man.